My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. Keeping in mind that today's cast is completely extemporaneous, I didn't really decide to do this until maybe a couple minutes ago. There are a number of depressing things I could have talked about today, but I decided to go with something a little bit more pleasant. Uh, It is the, more or less, the 10th anniversary of commercial Android. Now, for me, this is significant because if I think back on what the most significant events in my life are, of course, number one is the birth of my son. Uh, Number two is probably me starting to do stand-up comedy. Even though I didn't continue to do stand-up comedy, it did make some uh, some personal changes. Uh, it made me to a more confident person, more confident human being. And number three <clears throat> is actually the advent of Android uh, as a tool in my life. Now, I didn't start using Android when the first phone came out, which was the G1 on T-Mobile. I was on T-Mobile at the time, but I did not get the G1. I knew one person who had the G1, he said it was amazing. And I'm sure compared to whatever else was out at the time, except for maybe the iPhone, it was amazing. Uh, But I hopped on the G1 successor, which was the T-Mobile MyTouch 3G. Uh, I had version 1.5 of the MyTouch 3G, which was the first version of the MyTouch 3G. was basically the G1 but without the sliding keyboard, didn't have the physical keyboard, just had the soft keyboard uh, version uh, 1.5 or 1.2, whatever they called it officially, uh, just had more RAM. That was the main difference. It had more RAM, and there may have been some other onboard differences, but I think more RAM was the main uh, big difference there. And uh, the things that that phone allowed me to do made me actually love technology. I just started playing with technology as a possible profession at the time. Uh, even though I'd used technology for years, I never took the time to sit down and, and like really nerd it up with what could be done. But the idea of having a, uh, a full-featured computer in my pocket, which is still what separates Android from iOS, is that it, it basically gives you a full-featured operating system if you'd like to use it that way, which is not how people use it, but it's how I use it. Uh, having a full-featured operating... Uh, pardon me for a second, I'm sick. I'm going to take this sip of water to make it sound like perhaps I'm not as sick. But having this full-featured operating system in your pocket was amazing to me. It's still amazing to me. I could do uh, insane amounts of things. Actually, I still have my original phone, the T-Mobile, uh, my Touch 3G, and uh, the original apps that I had installed on it. It's actually not running the original OS right now. It's on some version of Cyanogen mod because uh, back in the day you, you wanted to mod your phone almost immediately because the third-party or aftermarket operating systems or aftermarket versions of Android uh, always did way more than the stock versions of Android did and they, they ran better a lot of the time too. But I have all kinds of penetration testing tools and uh, I have all these fun tiny little games that are, are actually fun there's almost no storage on this thing. I didn't take time to look up the specs on it. But there's almost no storage to the point where you cannot use the camera if you don't have an SD card in the phone because there's not enough internal storage to store pictures. Uh, but yeah, it was an amazing little device in its time. Uh, I loved it. And it was crappy. It was crappy and I loved it. It was just a fiddly little device. Um, I had to 
not just me, anybody, had to do things to it all the time to make it work. Uh, everybody needed a, um, a task cleaner or a, a cash clear. I forget what it was called. Uh, task killer. Everyone needed a task killer in the olden days because the way Android handled and still handles uh, memory was, was not the best. I don't know why it's still a problem, but it's, it is. It definitely is. It's the one thing I notice about Android that I don't hear people talk about enough. <clears throat> and that is that uh, if you have a lot of intensive tasks open even in the background, you'll hit a limit at some point where your applications will stop working correctly until you clear out uh, the tasks that are in the background, the uh, open applications. Uh, and this is on every Android phone I've ever used. And uh, it does not make sense to me that it, it handles its memory in that fashion because it's not something that is immediately obvious to the user. And I can see many people having hit a circumstance where they their phones aren't working correctly and they're like, damn it, I don't understand why the phone is doing this. Uh, so that is a ding, but as a technical person, that's uh, something that is easily managed from my point of view. But anyway, so the original MyTouch 3G... Uh, I, I have all these fun little games on it, uh, lots of odd penetration testing tools. Uh, I have a, an app <clears throat> installed because I was in, I think I was in school at the time, and I was playing with these things called Lidentity, where you could, and it did this from a server, uh, a service that's no longer available, but um, you could put in any, any email address, and it would spoof that email address. Uh, that's fun. I have uh, an app called Droid Sheep that, uh, what does Droid Sheep do? I think it spoofs the IP address of your router. So you can uh, capture packets from uh, things that are sitting on the network. They go to the, uh, the phone first. All, all kinds of fun little uh, gadgets like that, but mostly little games. But yeah, Android was uh, amazing to me at the time. It was a revelation to have this, this little computer in my pocket, and I tried to do as much as I possibly could just from the phone, which is part of my philosophy of uh, creation these days. I actually, uh, my experience with Android is similar to other people's experience with Windows XP. So lots of people I know who are into technology have been into technology for a long time, but the, the revelation for them, the point at which they really nerded out and became uber uh, technology nerds was with, was with Win Windows XP, because Windows XP was relatively stable and the possibilities of doing things with it were infinite. Uh, that's why it lived so long. Uh, there are still XP machines out there, like it hasn't been supported by Microsoft for a number of years at this point, but it's still out there. Uh, I think some ATMs, uh, all kinds of technology still uses XP, and that's my experience with Android. Just ubiquitous and you could do almost anything with it. Uh, just amazing. One thing for this particular phone that uh, phones don't do anymore, and this is the legacy of the feature phone era, is that uh, for outside, I, I, I just find this interesting, uh, for outside visibility, the phone has a reflective layer in the screen so that you can still see the phone when you're uh, in direct sunlight. Uh, it, it throws off the colors, the, the screen doesn't look quite right, but you can see it uh, perfectly fine. I think they stopped doing that because it skews the, uh, the colors on the screen. It makes the, reduces the quality of the display, basically. But I thought that was a nifty little piece of technology that I almost kind of wish they still used. Um, the phone's a little brick. It's a solid 
device. It has a removable battery, which uh, phones don't do removable batteries anymore unless they're uh, super low end, which was a feature I was always a big fan of. Anytime that I purchased a phone that had the capability of having a removable battery, I always bought a second battery for that phone. But that's, that's just me. Um, you know, technology and time marches on, products change, and uh, for the most part, the experience of using, especially Android, is a thousand times better. It's a, it's a more stable OS, it's a way more attractive OS, because early Android was hideous. But for uh, that phone in particular, the T-Mobile My Touch 3G, uh, it did have a trackball. Uh, Android has the ability to uh, basically use a pointing interface, an HID device, uh, a mouse, and so these early Android phones, or because because of that, these early Android phones had the ability to have a. Some of them had a small capacitive touchpad. Uh, it was below the screen. Some of them had a trackball, but you could uh, basically move a functional arrow. It wasn't always an arrow. Sometimes it was just you moving around the icons or moving around text on the screen with this little uh, tiny interface. And that legacy uh, capability is still part of Android, so you can actually use a mouse and keyboard with Android. You can't use a mouse with iOS, it doesn't have that capability built in. It expects you to do all that kind of thing with the, uh, the touch screen itself, which is fine for most things, but it's not fine for everything. And so you see the legacy of that experience uh, in this old phone. It's actually pretty nifty. If it were a more stable experience, um, it's something that, that I would come back to probably, just as fun. Uh, I did an old phones challenge on YouTube uh, a few months ago, and uh, I wanted to use the MyTouch 3G. Uh, I didn't because it no longer connects to the App Store, so I can't do stuff there, and it doesn't sync a lot of things properly, but it does still connect to the Internet. And uh, the experience is uh, the experience is unusably slow. It is unusably slow, but yeah, it's it's still a, a nifty piece of history, uh, something that I remember enjoying tremendously. And you know, it, this is a light episode, a light uh, little nothing to talk about, so I don't have to uh, talk about Brett Kavanaugh or Bill Cosby or other things that are depressing because there is a lot of sadness in the world, and Android makes me happy. I think that's it for today. Uh, pardon my voice. I, as I said, I'm under the weather. I'm not feeling 100%. Uh, I just i am appreciative of you listening to me, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.